It's showtime. Showtime. Welcome to the party, pal. Welcome to Salt and Smoke Cigar Cast. Drew, Mo, Moo Cow Ridge. Yo. <laughs> Late answer by Mo. Yeah, I didn't think he was going to answer. He is here, ladies and gentlemen. He is here. The Danny's back. After a after a delay. Yeah, sorry. What's it like having a life? <laughs> it's, it's uh, I don't know. Sometimes I'm, I look at people that don't. And I'm like, man, I envy you. <laughs> Nothing to worry about. Shit to do. It is pretty nice. Okay. You're talking about me. <laughs> hmm. I mean, no. There's a lot What's of people up? that ain't got much to do right now, man. Would you, uh, yeah. would you, would you stock up on? Uh, or do you not want to share well, in case somebody comes and raids you? No, no, you? I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, just so what I was saying was we got word today that Austin will be shut down tomorrow. So, um, we had to just get some, some more essentials, like maybe another gallon of milk, um, some more vitamin water for myself. Our microwave decided to take a shit today. Oh, that's, um, which that's was awesome. Great. So, yeah. Yeah, so there goes you know another hundred and fifty bucks that uh, didn't expect to spend, but hey, it is what it is. Um, because heaven forbid you have kids in a microwave, yeah, you're gonna, yeah, you'd be so, screwed. Yeah, uh, yeah, bro, it's hot pockets ain't gonna warm up themselves. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, we just had to do a bunch of shit like that, and then, uh, you know, yeah, and all of a sudden it's fucking eight o'clock. I'm like, holy hell. See, eight thirty actually. Um, <laughs> Central standard. Yeah. Uh, fuck them. <laughs> How the tables have turned. <laughs> what are uh, what are they shutting down? Uh, the city. So it's going to be quarantine for two weeks everybody you have to be in everything is shut down except for essential businesses but so, like so you're still what going do they to mean work by essential businesses because that's had a lot of definitions a lot of places you know what's funny right. is i was actually at a car dealership today and the guy's like yeah i don't i don't know um we're probably going to be shutting down because we're i don't think we're essential he's like but that said we had somebody come in with a mattress that works or either works or owns a mattress store or something like that. And they were told they could be open. So he's like, I don't know why a mattress is essential, but my guess. Yeah. And I think see here at first, they'd kind of define that loosely. And I, they've kind of put the clamps on a little bit tighter. This that starting this week, mm. but like, I know the, so my lease is up on my car next month, right? And so my the dealership emailed me today and said, hey, if you want to come by this week and if you want to get into another car or if you want to turn it in early because we're looking for that car. And I was like, you guys are still open? I was shocked. So, I, you know, I don't know. Dude, and, and me somewhat working in the car industry for five years, even though I wasn't exactly selling cars, it was – it had to, I mean, it was either Jesus's birthday, Thanksgiving, 
or hell has frozen over for a car dealership to be closed. Yeah. They don't give a fuck. Or, uh, Could you imagine that? They closed on Sundays. Sunday in Oklahoma, yeah. Not in America. But, like, right now, the salesmen are probably standing out there with almost nobody there. And if somebody does come, you got to worry about how close they get. Maybe this yep. is the ideal time to buy a car, then. Yeah, All the can't just come up to you. In two weeks, I think it's gonna be, it's gonna be the best time to buy a car when they when they have all this. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. After the shutdown, mm-hmm. I'm coming if to it Austin. Ends in two weeks. Coming to Austin in two weeks. I think they'll I think they'll pull the cord in two weeks. Regardless, they're like, "Fuck, we can't." Yeah, agreed. They're not gonna let the economy tank. They're just gonna tell people to be careful. <laughs> well, I don't know, man. It's gonna be interesting. Probably depends on the place. Well, yeah, I mean, we're, we're going to see in one week where the numbers are. Yeah. If the numbers if the numbers in a week get to, like, half a million, I can guarantee you, it'll, you know, it could probably be more than two weeks. But if they stay under half a million, and this is just me reading stuff on Facebook, so not educated. <laughs> not educated the not, political not, experts. Yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. But that's kind of my, my thought. Like, yeah. So, you know, we'll see. <laughs> Well, I saw a meme, I saw a meme yeah. that said, uh, oh, actually, never mind, go ahead. Well, you're already at 340-something thousand, so the likelihood that we're going to hit 500 is pretty good, the way this thing multiplies. Yep. Yeah, so. <clears throat> well, and we haven't tested shit. There's more than 500,000 right now. That's true. Yep. Guaranteed. Yep. We don't know it, and they don't know it. You're right. I, I, I was really thinking a million, but I kind of understated it at 500, but yeah. Sure. But if 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 it pushes to a million people in, in a week or so, yeah, it, it's gonna. Yeah, I think from a psychological perspective, as long as it stays in the hundreds of thousands, that's an easier sell to people to get back to normal. Right. You start talking millions, and people are gonna be like, eh. yeah. But it's still under five hundred deaths, right? So it's like, right. you know, that's a good thing. Yeah. Most people, damn near everybody, is recovering from it, right? So, for now. Right. And we'll see. We won't find out if we overreacted or underreacted for quite a while. Facts. I feel like the only thing, the only right thing to do in this situation is to overreact. Not not the panic buying, but yeah. I'm saying in terms of being uh, prepared, diligent, and careful. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. I, I don't give a fuck what anybody says. We walk out with gloves on, uh, antibacterial like yeah. uh, keychain things. I don't, yeah. I don't give a fuck. Because, you know, we got kids. If it was just me, honestly, I'd probably be like, cool, I get to stay home. I don't give a fuck. But with the kids, it's like, man, you got to you know, defend the house. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's how I am with my folks. And then you got kids too, pal, right? Yeah, we've uh, pretty much not left the house for a week. I went to the grocery store once. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I want to. I, I just want to take a moment to give a big, absolute, fat fuck you to the mm-hmm. people that just don't get it. Oh, there's a bunch I of them still too that are like, oh yeah, it's insane. And dude, okay, you're tough. Yeah, we get it. The corona. Okay, yeah, whatever, dude. I can let it stop. What you could be doing is literally turning yourself into a walking chemical bomb for somebody 
you could literally be turn, turning yourself into a murder weapon for an older person or a younger person or a sick person because you can't chill the fuck out for a couple weeks. Exactly. Think about I'm gonna, that. I'm going to go so cool. far as to say that if somebody from certain countries did this, you might consider them a terrorist. Right, yeah. yeah. So all you guys thinking you're cool because you're partying and you're, you're, you know, fuck this and social distancing my ass and... Okay. Okay. It's yeah. not about you, dumbass. The conspiracy theories are funny. Um, the craziest one I've heard is that this is a way to implant chips into everybody because they're going to they're gonna find the, the vaccine... And just like, you know, you get the free flu shot now, they're going to offer that and inject everybody with nanobites. I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Who comes up with this stuff? And, and, and where did you read this? Rents.com? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. I was trying to some some blog. The Facebook guys, the same constitutional scholars and lawyers he knows on right. Facebook. Right. Well, Cigar Noise will still be open tomorrow. Mm. Nice job. Even in Austin. Nice. Even in Austin. Well done. <laughs> make socially sure you, distant. Make sure you guys are near. Yep. socially distant over on Cigar Noise. Show, show us all the uh, patinas you've been smoking because people are smoking them up over there. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Especially me. You are, Danny? On Cigar Noise? But Daniel. Every once in a while. Every now and then. <laughs> nice. So, Mo, yeah? speaking yeah. of patina... There's something, something coming with Patina sometime. <laughs> Mo, Mo might be later tonight. <laughs> yeah. Take it easy. It's the advantage fun. of social distancing. You just rub one out whenever. Right. Yeah. Just let it loose. Awkward. Uh, with, what are we talking about, Cal? You've got a, a cigar at some point coming. Oh, yeah, at some point. Some point was supposed to be last week, maybe this week. Probably won't happen until April now. Who knows? I mean, you know, just depends. And in the reality, the reality is, even if, even if the cigar gets to the U.S., who am I shipping it to? Everyone's closed. I guess Small Batch would have a monopoly for a little while. So. Well, you don't, what you don't want is those things getting stuck in customs. So, I would just leave them in the yeah. yeah, at this point, just fucking leave them. Yeah, they were re- really nice to the those Roma Craft cigars in customs, weren't they? <clears throat> yeah, one that one time. <laughs> that was fucking ridiculous. There was, there was no method to the madness. Was, like, one guy used a hammer, one guy used a drill. You think they were practicing? Uh, I think they were bored. (laughs) So related to this stuff, Danny, you've been posting on social media about shops and what they're doing. 
You want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, I mean, it was just a way um, for for me to help, you know, not not just my account. I really said any shops that are going to be doing something special, you know, whether it be delivery, which some guys are doing, or curbside pickup, or only open for uh, for grab and go. Um, you know, just tag me in your post, and I'll repost it. Um, and you know, that was pretty cool. I mean, not, it wouldn't go crazy. Probably ten or twelve guys did it, maybe less than that. And um, but you know, whatever. Like, there's not a ton I can do, but um, I have gotten some decent response. Like, oh man, that's cool. You know, here and there. So even if it helps them get four or five extra sales or, or whatever, um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll do whatever we can. I think, um, I think another thing is just kind of having these conversations with, with them like, Hey, you know, what, what is it I can do for you product wise or, you know, you know, that you let me know when, when kind of normalcy comes back or you can reopen, you know, let's talk about, um, I don't know, getting you swag or whatever and helping you move, you know, push product and, I don't know. You know, and once they get back to normal, I can get back to normal and then, you know, everybody's better for it. Right. So, um, just kind of having those conversations with as many accounts as I can right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Cause something all of our listeners should know is that cigar shops are going to be hurting pretty fucking bad from getting shut down. A hundred percent. Yeah. So if they're, if, I mean, if they, if they didn't have a bankroll or a savings, um, it's really going to hurt them, you know, and, and, you know, maybe they have a cool landlord, maybe they don't have a cool landlord. You, you don't know. Um, I mean, this could close a bunch of shops. I mean, I, I know shops that are week to week, you know, or month to month, uh, whether they're open or not. Right. So, um, I don't know. That's, that's, we'll see what happens here. It's a good time to support your local cigar shop. However you can, if it's, gift cards or curbside pickup or whatever yeah it's funny how, how many shops don't offer gift cards because um, i'm like hey you know this is a way for people to be able to buy and support and you know get the shit later and give them a big give them a discount you know like i'm not going to look at discount you can discount your your gift card all you want right so 50 dollar gift card for 20 percent off means you get your cigars at 20 percent off, right like that that yeah. could work that way and just do it, but um, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. But if UPS isn't shipping and the mail isn't shipping, you know, there goes ordering online, right? So, right. Yep. Uh, they'll they'll, still, a, is, oh, they'll still be shipping. Well, I, the post office will be closed eventually. Post office I mean, will. You, yeah, UPS, but that's the thing. Most, most cigar shops ship USPS, not UPS. Better switch it up. <laughs> it's so expensive. Or you know, if you if you don't ship a lot of UPS, the cost is a lot higher. Yeah. Do you guys think UPS is going to ship and USPS is going to stop? I haven't thought about this at all. I'm curious. I've talked to all my reps, and they will be shipping. Yeah, I, I find 100%. it hard, especially because they're not going to want to lay off government. They're not going to want to lay off government employees. Yeah, but if, but here's the thing: like, if 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 Austin is shut down and I can't go to work, then I'm yeah. not shipping cigars. And if every state you're in, the manufacturers or the warehouses can't ship cigars, then they're not getting to the shops, right? Yeah. If, if you're in, 
in Wisconsin and you own a shop and you can't get there, then it doesn't matter if UPS is shipping or not. You can't ship because you're not at the shop unless you have all the cigars at your house. Wait, who, wait, who wouldn't be able to get them? Customers. So, like, even if you order, if you, if I order from Small Batch, but California doesn't let them get to to the shop, they can't ship out. So it doesn't matter. Oh, right, right, right. right. Yeah. yeah. I see. I hope you stocked up already, everybody. It seemed like a lot of people were talking about this for for a little while. But it'll be interesting to see what happens in the secondary market on your uh, your fancy Facebook if there's a <laughs> he, prolonged shutdown. You get banned from Facebook from trying to sell anything if they catch you. Yeah. Yeah, and um, you also get a speeding ticket if you're speeding. <laughs> if they catch, <laughs> they catch you. Right. right. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it is an if. That's true. Yeah. I bet you could get away with it better on cigar noise. Uh, that's I'm sure true. you can. Don't get caught. So, Drew, you've been, you guys are still, you're still going to the office, right? Yep. Okay. Have you seen an increase in the hygiene practices of the employees that you, or your colleagues? Please say yes. Please say yes. So, since we have two locations close to each other here, we've shuffled a lot of our employees out to the other location, and we're minimal staffed in Tulsa. Okay. Um, You've never had a minimal staff. You'll just have to put it together. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Thanks, Danny. Um, So, the ones that are left... Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Did you decide based on who washes their hands? It was not me, so I had no, I had no part of that. <clears throat> we do. Uh, we we are not allowing visitors to come into our building. Um, no truck drivers. No no. You know, no walk-in customers can come through. Uh, we all wear masks throughout the day. Uh, we have all have uh, N99 masks. And a bunch of hand sanitizer and soap everywhere. Here's a serious question for you. Have you brought up some of the some of the practices that you've seen when you guys were determining whether you should be in the office or working remote? Did you bring any of that up to to your to your team or to your superiors to keep in mind and to? Yeah, so the so the the rest of like our outside salesmen are not, they're not traveling and haven't been for uh, a week and a half now, right? Um, so we have um, what five people in our office when we normally have at least double that. So uh, what? I, our Tulsa location makes all the money, <laughs> so okay, we want to keep it running. So with the minimal staff that we have there, if someone does get sick, we can always replace staff there to where we've shuffled everybody out to the other location because they're at higher risk to get sick. So at some point in time, those, those will be shut down, but our Tulsa office will not be. We're, we're essential to 20 states. 
Gotcha. So we won't we won't be going anywhere. But we're trying to limit the contact and to limit the exposure to where we can have a healthy crew that's there to be able to right. keep working. Um, we, there's been policies and stuff that, that we've talked about. If it does get really bad, um, even our inside sales guys will work from home and just kind of email over sales orders and whatnot, and we'll just have like one or two guys in there filling shipments type of thing too. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We, we've discussed that as far as the long term goes. We're just trying to get through. Because uh, you're one of comes. the only people I know. And I, I have friends across I mean, geez, pretty much any industry you could think of. And, and outside of like first responders and doctor buddies of mine, you're like one of the only people that's actually going to work right now, like to the office. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. And it'll probably change. I'll have to. I'll let you. I will still go in. I'm one of the few that will have to. <laughs> Lucky me. Yeah, well, I don't get to work essential, from home. An essential piece. <laughs> so speaking of essential uh, pieces, and and so <laughs> look, continue on. Say that yeah. again. Say that so, again. What? <laughs> Nothing. Essential piece. Say essential piece one more time. I was going to call you the Michael Jordan of your of your team, but this reminds me. So what they're playing like to so the the sports channel, the local Comcast Sportsnet here is replaying the 1996 playoff run of the Bulls right now. I've heard, but it looks terrible because it's It does <laughs> it looks absolute garbage, but to be able to like like I'm watching these games that I watched as a kid. And, the, and right now, the, the Bulls just beat the Miami Heat. Now they're playing the New York Knicks in the second round. And I'm watching this game as if I, I don't know what happens. And I feel myself just, like, hating the New York Knicks all over again. And it's like, dude, you know what happens. Why are you getting emotionally invested in this again? And it's like, I can't help myself. It's crazy. It's the it's weirdest thing. It's funny how much uh, I hated goddamn dog. I hated John Starks and Patrick Ewing back then, but now I see them. I'm like, God, I love those guys because it was like, it was my childhood. You know what I mean? Right. So uh, it was. Uh, does, dude, I wish I could watch that. They're not. They're not showing it here. But that'd be dope. Does it da- is. Does Danny know your John Stark story? Well, I was just about to share it. <laughs> so I'm watching this. Okay, so here we go. And I, I think I've mentioned this on the podcast I so. before, but. I mean, so it was probably it. at the beginning of yeah, when we it was started. before Danny. <laughs> Danny. Danny was not a listener at the time. Right. Still isn't a listener. So <laughs> we were, I was hanging out at Classic Cigars in, in Tulsa, and John Starks had come out with this cigar, okay, in like 2012 <laughs> or 2013, something like that. I so really he, remember that, yeah. Yeah, and, and so he was hanging out at Classic a lot. I'd never run into him. You know, I'd never really, I'd never seen him there. So anyway, I'm sitting there, and, and John Stark. So John Starks is like, he does a lot for the community in Tulsa, okay? And so he comes on the TV, and he's talking about this initiative that they're doing. And I go, man, John Starks is a bum. <laughs> 
And behind me, somebody <laughs> says, what did you oh, just say? I said, I, I turned and I said, John Starks is a bum. And he goes, well, why don't you tell him he's sitting right next to me? So I look at him, and John Starks is just laughing. And I said, look, man, nothing personal. I said, I'm, a, I'm from Chicago. I'm a huge Bulls fan, and I hated the Knicks. And he just starts laughing. He goes, no, man. He goes, I get it. And his boy that was with him was like, oh, you put your foot in your mouth now. And I'm like, dude, no, I really didn't. Okay, relax. And um, But, yeah, man, that was, that was my John Stark story. So That's funny. But it was – and I don't know how many people we have that listen to our podcast that are from Chicago or were Bulls fans back then. I'm guessing anybody our age at least followed the Bulls back then, right? And Definitely. And so to be able to, like, watch this again and, like, <laughs> do it all, it's, it's pretty cool, man. It's pretty cool. And I will tell you this, like, the NBA back then, here's what I'm going to say about this. The game is a lot faster and a lot more athletic now. No doubt about it. Anybody who says otherwise is and, and probably more skilled, too. But if you want to talk physicality and joy, watching those old games was so much, you could just tell how much some of these guys fucking hated each other. Now a lot of these guys... They want to be friends with each other. And I think it takes away from the competition a little bit. They're business partners. Yeah. You see it now, I mean, especially look if you look at LeBron, like jumping from team to team and everybody's doing it. They're like, well, the NBA sees us as a commodity and, and not people. So fuck, we're going to see this as a business. Fuck That's this right. team. Fuck, you know, fuck them. But watching those old games, bro, almost everybody could shoot. Like Hakeem Elijah one was sinking threes back then. You, bet, you know what I'm saying? Like everybody could shoot. And it was like, I just, I just think the uh, basics were a lot better back then, uh, as opposed to now. It's just all physical and who can stay in the air the longest to shoot it. You know what I mean? And I here's where I'll agree with you. And I know we're boring the shit out of Kyle and Drew right now, but here, here's here's what I'm gonna say about no, no, this: no. the game back then was a lot more. Even watching the Bulls, and everybody talks about Michael Jordan, the way they played together and off of each other, you don't see that in today's NBA. You don't see that. It's just, it's a lot more individual skill. Now, if you're talking about actual skills, man, I think, you know, today's NBA is a lot more, uh, just more athletic. And, and a lot, you know, you got guys like Steph Curry shooting threes from half court. You didn't have that shit back then. It just wasn't like that. So... Uh, the game has definitely changed, but it just, I don't know, man. Just watching it again just brought up a lot of a lot of memories, and uh, it's been pretty cool. So. Yeah, the shorts definitely got longer. Yeah. Yeah, thank you, Michael Jordan. Yeah, it actually started around that time, like early 90s is when, you know, you started to see more of, like, fashion enter yeah, that, yeah. So. But again, that was all Jordan too. You know, like he he made the sneakers a thing, and then somebody's like, "Well, all right, I gotta, yeah. I gotta, I gotta do something else." And then flashier sneakers, and right. he, he put billions of dollars into Nike, so they started developing new types of you know, materials to make sneakers. And then, then, then it became a tattoo league, right? Like who had the coolest tattoos? And, you know, Which started like kind of with Allen Iverson, yeah. Yeah. Sure. So, um, 
Ah, uh, yeah, I missed it. I still got all my basketball cards from back then, which I don't know yeah. if they're worth anything nowadays. But uh, I, love, I used to, I used to be obsessed with basketball. Yeah, it's it was fun. So let me ask you guys this for for the people um, that are listening. You could pick one movie to go back and watch right now in the theater when it first came out. And it has to be a movie, not like in a like last year. I'm talking about, let's say, when you're a kid to college age, maybe. What would it be? Terminator um, 2. What? <laughs> what did you say? T2, man. Okay, that was what, early 90s? I think 92. 92, and you didn't see that in the theater? No, nah, I was, what, nine years old? Okay. Oh, something we haven't seen in the movie theater? Yes, like, oh. you can go back and be there when it came out. And wow. and understand what was going on. Um, I was, so, I okay. I, I was going to say Jurassic Park. If I could watch that again for the first yes. time. Yes. Um, because that, that was, was pretty that bomb. changed everything. Yeah. Um, but I, I did go to the movie theater to see that. So now I got to think. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, let me throw one in there while you're thinking. Go ahead, go ahead. Kyle. I was going to say, uh, I would go back even a little farther. Um, and I think the, the Star Wars trilogy, when it first came out in theaters, would be amazing. Uh, partly because I'm a nerd, but also partly because, you know, there weren't spoilers and shit. You would go to this this oh, theater yeah. and he'd be like, you know, I'm your father. And you'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> the way people explain that is just incredible, is mind boggling and crazy. And then everybody talked about it on the playground forever, uh, from what I understand, until the next movie. They were like, that's a lie. There's no way. So I don't know. Right. That just sounds like a, a fascinating cultural phenomenon. Yeah, yeah that's a good one. There's just too many people saying too much shit online these days to make something like that yeah. interesting well, also, anymore. Also, a lot of trailers now pretty much give the whole fucking movie. You're right. Yeah. It's yeah. like, I know exactly what the fuck's going to happen. And when you sit, you're like, yeah. Uh, man, I don't know. Maybe Coming to America, because it's like my all-time favorite movie. <laughs> that would be, <laughs> be awesome. Yeah. But... I don't know, man. Star Wars is pretty good. Oh, I know. Back to the Future. Yeah. The first one. That was oh, good. my God. That's a good I one. I could see it. 1985, man. I was too young. I would watch that. You're like 12. Weren't you? Fuck you, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Two years older than me. Calm down. All right. So, my, mine would be a tie between Major League and Rocky Four. Ooh, mm. yeah. Wait, why four? I don't remember all which which the is Russian. which. Russian. The Russian. Oh, yeah. uh, okay. I got gotcha. you. I mean, well, not to mention that that episode pretty much launched Creed One and Two now, but that at the height of the U.S. Soviet tensions when that movie came out in that political climate, that that storyline, I think that'd be really, really fucking cool. Mm-hmm. And the way, and the way they just 
completely stereotyped the fuck out of Russia throughout that entire movie. <laughs> I mean, any stereotype about Russia that could possibly have been tossed in there was tossed in there. Yeah. <laughs> Facts. Right. Um, but Major League, I think, is my favorite movie of all time. Like, literally where I could watch it over and over uh, and over again. Love that or Forrest Gump. Skinny, skinny, for, uh, skinny Wesley Snipes. Oh, yeah, Skinny Wesley Snipes, yeah. But remember uh, they did uh, Major Major League Back to the Minors? That one was actually probably the second best Major League that they mm. did. I love that one. Yeah, I got to uh, see that one again. Oh, it's great, yeah. Uh, I would do maybe Goonies Ooh. or the original Willy Wonka. As a okay. Kid, That's a good choice. <clears throat> so going off the Willy Wonka thing, do you guys also think that Grandpa Joe is like the worst villain of all time in movies? The second worst, but yeah, he's a dick. <laughs> Who's the worst? <laughs> Grandpa Joe's a dick because he was paralyzed until he had a chance to win the fucking lotto and go to the goddamn chocolate factory. Not his mom that slaves away all day making cabbage fucking soup. Uh, yep. You should have taken her, not your faking ass grandpa. Uh, He's fucking bedridden <laughs> until he gets up and dances. What the fuck? Yeah, like, oh, oh, there's Thanks money for involved. Helping the family. Kid, yeah, this kid's gonna be rich. Yeah, let me get up. Fuck you. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's this great, great YouTube video that explains why um, uh, fucking Ralph Macchio or Danny or Daniel son from Karate Kid was the was the the actual bad guy in that movie how you know this guy you know this guy tried to walk away and he started fighting him and then he was the the bad like the guy that's actually like the the guy he fights in the movie is just trying to smoke weed in the bathroom and then he sprays water on him um and then you know there's it's a it's a great explanation as to why daniel in karate kid is actually the villain in that movie. I think I've seen before. It's on, it's on YouTube. <clears throat> you got to watch it still. You got to send us that link. I would love to watch that. Oh, I'll, yeah. Let me look for it right now. It's phenomenal. Yeah, I think well, I've no, seen we, that before. We need your attention here, LaDaniel. Daniel, son. <laughs> He's going to. Uh, too late. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, all right. Here's another question. Going with the Willy Wonka, the chocolate factory. What cigar factory would be your Willy Wonka experience Fuente okay like the new one that they're making in Nicaragua or the current one no (laughs) it shouldn't even be a question shouldn't even be a question (laughs) (laughs) I don't know Uh, um, at this point fucking any of them I gotta get my ass down there see anything Invitations always open. Yeah, no, it's not. The problem isn't invitations. I can find places to go. It's that oh, okay. sorry. ass down there. It's, it's time. Oh, sorry, I'm not trying to be. Oh, wow. All right. <laughs> Whatever. I'm not trying to be a dick. Wisconsin I'm just thing. Whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean. The problem is time. Most people, I mean, if you just show up at half of these places, it looks like they let your ass in. It's the way that it looks on online, at least. Oh, yeah, because they want visitors. 
They really yeah. do. Except for Padron. Yeah. Um, my, mine would be a toss-up. Uh, and it can go either way, but it would either be um, Placencia, which I haven't been to, or um, or my father. And I say my father because modern-day Nicaragua wouldn't be where it is today without Don Pepin Garcia. So I'd be, I'd be interested to, like, go through and see how they do things. And, and honestly, man, just to hear that guy, through a translator, of course, uh, kind of give the story. Because I've heard it from other people that have known him the entire time, but it would be interesting to get his actual viewpoint and and how he saw things so for our listeners who probably haven't heard that all the time what are the sort of highlights of that that make you say that um i really a lot of it is stuff that i can't say and i know that sounds like an asshole thing but the person who told me this i mean i got in-depth details about how it all and and so i swore secrecy but it's a very interesting story and but, but he was the one that really started using the Nicaraguan tobaccos and came out with that flavor profile that has come to define a lot of Nicaraguan cigars. So. Yeah. Danny. And, <laughs> Sorry, I don't want to make you keep talking about how you can't talk about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, man, he... I think it'll be a cool experience. Yeah. No, I said, yeah, no, I said Fuente. Oh, you did. Okay. Yeah. You and Drew going to have a little party? Boom. Yeah, of course. No, oh. a big party. No, I, I actually went and I showed up. I got there late because of traffic and the guard to let me into the thing. And I, I, I wasn't able to get in. I only had like an, an, one more day. And, and it was actually my last trip to DR. And then, so I never, I got to the door and I knocked on the door. I talked to the girl that worked there and then left, had to, had to go. So I missed it. What about some of the, the old ass Cuban factories? Would those be cool or would those not be cool? I don't know. I think it would be cool. Um, I think it would be really cool, man, to kind of see how, I mean, those are kind of the OGs, right? Yeah, I just wonder if you can feel the history or not. I, I bet you think being in Cuba, you know, overall would be just a cool, cool his, historic experience. But, yeah. Uh, I've never been to Cuba. I had chances when I lived in Florida, but I've never gone. And actually, we want to give our, you know, speaking of uh, cigar industry people, our condolences and and, uh, and everything to the friends and, and family of Luge, uh, who passed away this, this uh, was it last week? 20, I know it was published the 22nd, but I don't know. Yeah, sometime last week. Uh, yeah. Sometime last week, which is... Um, you know, Luge was from Chicago or at least lived in Chicago, uh, had a nice little presence, uh, with his, with his cigars here. 
um, in certain shops and stuff like that. So uh, never heard anybody say a bad thing about the guy. So. Yeah, I had the chance to meet him a couple of times, and he's he's just the nicest guy. Just super kind, super super welcoming. Um, just the kind of person that you look at and you're like, I kind of want to be like that. Um, so, yeah, that's a that's a big loss. I never met him, but it's so sad. It is. Oh man, it's always the good ones. That's why I'm bad. Yeah, you are a jagoff. <laughs> no doubt. Oh, Are you going to be a 90-year-old jagoff someday, though? I hope so. <laughs> just, be, just like being an asshole to my grandkids. <laughs> okay, so, so that's a question. What do you guys, if you become 80 or 90, right, what are you going to be like? Well, I feel 80 or 90 right now. That's a really good question. I don't know. I think I think I'll be a lot like my my grandmother. My grandmother was really uh, she had a, like such more open mind than like my parents did. Like I, I grew up really um, kind of like sheltered from the world. Like I it was like a pretty deep religious upbringing, which was annoying as fuck. And then, uh, but my grandmother it turns out like she was she used to deal like kind of like she would be the carrier for bootleggers. She would, uh, and she would also do it for drug runners. She was a, a hustler, you know what I'm saying? And, and so when you would talk to her, she would just have like, man, don't, you know, she'd be like, don't listen to your mom. She's being stupid. You know, like, <laughs> I, I'd probably end up being a lot like her. Like, listen, man, it's not that serious. Or, you know, just really good advice as opposed to like, no, that's good, that's bad. Yeah. Right. I was like, hey, if you got to do it, you do it. How about this? How about we guess? What the other, each other would be like when they're ninety. <laughs> Go for it. All right. <clears throat> Daniel will be. He will be the one fucking with everybody. His his kids, their spouses, his grandkids. But not in like a mean way, just like a, a prankster type way, messing with everybody. Drew. I pretend I, I'm dead every morning. <laughs> the boy is a tough wolf. I think, I think Cow is a creeper in the making. Yep. I can see that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Damn, You've he's a, what? a creeper in the making, like one of those like old guys just oh. checking out all the. Yeah, absolutely. Like my grandpa. <laughs> yeah, that is, that's right. Uh, um, Drew's tough. Drew's tough. I'll just be a bigger asshole. You think you'll gain weight? A wrinkly asshole. I I plan on it. (laughs) I can't imagine Mo getting to bed any earlier. (laughs) (laughs) There it is. Dinner at four, bed at five. Early bird special. No doubt. <laughs> I think Drew is going to be like that guy who he uses that like 
senior discount for fucking everything, and he like shoves it in and makes sure it happens even if he doesn't need it. Oh, you damn know that right. kind of person. Yeah. Hell yeah, earned it. Blue light drew. <laughs> I see Drew just becoming like, like completely anti-social. I can see that. As opposed to what now? <laughs> yeah. Accelerated. Yeah. I want to do lots of roids and be huge, and then just hang out in the locker room with my balls out. Life goals. Yeah, I can see that. Don't don't they shrink your balls? Is that a thing? Uh, sure, but I'll still hang out with them. Fair enough. (laughs) Ooh, let me check out your veins. (laughs) All of them. So you drop your piece. You 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 drop your piece. Yeah. Uh, I I'd love to see cow just become a stoner. (laughs) <laughs> in his, like 70s just fucking weed is legal everywhere and he's like you know what fuck it and all of a sudden he's like he's that grandpa it's like hey like no I'm smoking a cigar and you go out there like man you're fucking lit <laughs> Kyle's gonna grow his hair out like he did a few months back yeah oh dude back in in uh, high school my hair was most of the way down my damn back what? Yeah, man. We need to see visual evidence of this. I'll see what I can find. So I was on the so I was on the uh, cigar noise voice podcast. Wait, hold on, hold on. Yesterday. You said it wrong. You said it wrong. I did. Cigar noise boys. Oh God, yeah. Okay, cigar noise boys. <laughs> uh, boys. I will, I will never say it. if I got to say it like that. I'll never say it. Yeah. Uh, podcast and Tyler was going in on Dom about him always talking about his girlfriend, but no one has ever met her or seen her or even seen visual proof that she exists. She doesn't. Huh? She doesn't exist. She doesn't? No. It's fake, man. <laughs> Made up. So I thought that that was... I thought that was funny. So, Kyle, this is in the same in the same spirit. It we need to see visual proof of this. I'll find you something. So his is like uh, when you went to like middle school with somebody, and they were like, "Oh, I got a girlfriend. Oh, who is it? She goes to a different school. She lives oh, in Canada. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> we met on AOL. Oof." 44-year-old man. In a chat room. <laughs> yeah. Old West? What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. You know what we should do? Because we don't want to single out Old West because he, he's a gem. He is. We should start calling out the serial uh, serial uh, commenter guys. Like the guys that like you see over and over making ridiculous comments. To uh, to various female market participants. Yeah, I think the uh, the rebar guys do that actually. Do they like really? They'll, yeah. So they'll they'll see a guy that's like, oh, you're so sexy, or whatever, and then they click on his page and it it'll say like, you know, 
Jesus first, cigars, <laughs> <Yeah>. family, like, <laughs> shit like that. And they're like, so they're like screenshotting and be like, what the fuck is this? You know? And, uh, yeah. That's like, awesome. That's yeah. hilarious. So you're, yeah, you know, you're, so you're married, you love Jesus, and you're telling this chick with her tits out that she's hot. Like, right. On social media. Like, yeah, good job, guys. And by doing this, we may actually solve the thirst trap problem because the thirst traps are only thirst traps if guys continue to comment on it. Here's the thing. But if guys stop commenting, then... Guys have been falling for the thirst trap since the first pair of humans. Yeah, yeah. that's true. So it's like, hey, you know, I know God said not to eat this apple, but, uh, you know, I'm naked. I'm like, cool, I'll eat it. And then... <laughs> I'm not, and I'm not saying I believe in that story. I'm just saying. Relax, Danny. No one's going to take your uh, your agnostic <laughs> or atheist card away from you. Don't worry. Hey, I didn't say I was all that either. I'm just I'm trying to make it funnier. I just make it funnier. Just kidding. Oh, fuck. Yeah, actually, now that you think about it, guys have been doing this since literally, <clears throat> depending on your viewpoint of, of how human <laughs> beings came to be, right. since the beginning. Mm-hmm. That's a really good point. Yeah. Back then it was the Apple. Today it's Instagram. Yeah. It just became Somebody... really easy to be a creep is the problem. Right. And to show people how weird you are. And apparently that's what Mo thinks she's going to happen to you. So she's going to get easier. All right. Somebody should, somebody should write a book from the Apple to the Gram, the evolution <laughs> of thirst trapping. That's pretty good. It's going to be no, virtual not, reality soon. The from from the apple to the gram, the downfall of man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the life and times of Danny Vasquez. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> the life and times of Old West. <laughs> shit. Uh. Danny, I should say we should plug something that you're going to do, but I think our podcast comes out after it. So what are people probably missing <laughs> tomorrow? That's true. Oh, uh, I will be doing episode six of TLE Live on Instagram, uh, which seemed to be pretty cool um, with the guys that they've had on there. So uh should be fun. I think that it'll, it'll be live. Like, you'll be able to watch it for like 24 hours. So... If you do listen to this sometime Tuesday, catch it uh, before it's over Wednesday uh, on the TLE podcast Instagram live story. So that should be cool. Should be a good time. So that that leads me to wonder, uh, Drew, Drew, if you could pick any human being to do a live on Instagram for an hour with one other human being, who would you pick? Oh my God! So easy. Yeah, you know he's gonna pick. <laughs> well, I know Martin. one, but who's the other? The, you don't know the other? Is it you? Would have to be me, right? Me and uh, Schwarzenegger. Or are you talking about that. two people? Well, just just two people. I don't I don't oh. care who the two are. Probably you and Schwarzenegger. I Hell guess. Yeah, it would be. Shit. <laughs> Cake. If you had to watch Ooh, Arnold talk to somebody else who isn't you, who would you pick? Mo. 
I wouldn't right. mind hearing Stallone and Schwarzenegger talk cigars. Yeah, that'd be good. That'd be pretty cool. He would be my yeah, second. What, what What do you know about cigars? Nothing, really. Okay, I'd smoke Cubans. Okay, and be over. They just smoke them. They don't necessarily know much about it. Stallone? The guy gave a thumbs down to Padrones. Stallone smokes uh, Opus all the time. All the time? Uh, quite often. Su- it's always in his movies. That's, sus- that's suspect. The the original Opus A was for Stallone. Oh, nice. I didn't know that. Yes, that's a sir. nice piece of cigar trivia. But, but look at so- understand celebrity cigar culture you have to understand la la's cigar scene and i think that's where a lot of people that's the the link that a lot of people miss because la's cigar scene is completely predicated on cubans for the most part yeah that's true any 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 larger cigar shop in in LA, you're going to be able to get Cubans. Not necessarily even from the owner. I'm talking about Customers. either there's there's a plug in there or whatever. And that's what a lot of those guys smoke. So, so. What was fascinating to me is even within even the cigar shops that perpetuate that Cuban stuff. Are they the problem, or are the people, like, they're essentially perpetuating that the, the Cubans are so amazing. Knowing damn well that you buy a box of Cubans, you might not even be able to smoke half of them. Why are we still doing this? It's what people want. Status. Yeah. Can you, you imagine? It now, I mean, if somebody offered me, like, Okay, man, uh, you want to smoke it? I have a bee kid. You want to smoke it? Be like, fuck yeah. Right? It's like, because, you know, if you can get a good Cuban, it's going to be, it's going to be really good. Right? Agreed. um, It'd be tough. It'd be tough for me to turn down. Like, hey, here's a, you want a a small little, like Monte Cristo number five? Like, fuck. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Or two. Yeah, yeah, I'll I'll take that. But I don't think any... Anybody in their right mind is going to turn down a Bahike. Assuming, assuming it's real. Of course. And hell, even if it ain't real, it might still be good. But <laughs> it, I, don't asso- know, I don't associate in circles with people that fake you. Just that far. Okay. You, you associate <laughs> with people, right? Not really. Yeah, then there's fake one. <laughs> Fair enough. Actually, Daniel, you're probably the well. Cow is very social, but I think you're on a different level, even. No, you're probably the most social of us all. Uh, so this, this quarantine thing might, must be the hardest for you. You could say that, um, but my kids are real. So, like, my kids are very social, so I'm just, like, I'm always interacting with them. So, but, yeah, so that that's kind of why, like, you know, there's been some, like, live uh, uh like herfs on Facebook and Instagram on uh, different apps that I've, I've done. I, you know, I wanted to do this TLE thing when they, when they invited me, I'm like, yeah, that'd be dope. Um, I play a lot of, like we play call of duty and like 
the cigar, the number of cigar guys that I play with, like cigar shop, like managers, owners that play that now with us, it's like, I, you know, we, I get to talk to those guys every night. Mm-hmm. So I still get my social in there, the social media. So here's a question for you guys. Facebook has kind of become, and, and now we're getting, you know, we're getting older. Facebook has kind of become like the older people's platform, right? And if you talk to people that are in that world, they're, they're kind of saying that Facebook is kind of a dying platform. No pun intended. Um, we're seeing Instagram real hot for cigars right now. Somebody had asked me what if I if I thought that TikTok could could become a cigar thing, I don't I don't think so. But it, who knows? Uh, it's not that I don't think so, but as it's constructed today and its appeal, no. Uh, Snapchat never became a cigar heavy medium, right? Right. What do you guys see anything that could replace Instagram? Is like the hotbed for social cigar social media. And I mean, obviously we have cigar noise. We have forums, stuff like that, but they haven't captured the way Instagram has. Well, I mean, I don't know. You want me to take it first? I don't know. Uh, yeah. I mean, so for me, one, you got to remember Facebook owns Instagram, right? So right. Um, if Instagram's not hurting, Facebook is definitely not hurting. Um, that said, I think with investment advice, but I'm just, no, no, you know, but but remember a lot of (laughs) these people do this for they're marketing themselves, right? Like even if it's, even if they're not selling anything, they're, they're marketing their ability to get these cigars and to be cool or, or, Mm -hmm. or whatever. Right. So, and here's the, here's the downfall of you not being on Facebook is the amount of so like, uh, cigar groups that are in Facebook has blown up exponentially. So, Mm -hmm. Sure. I don't. I wouldn't necessarily say Instagram is bigger than Facebook. I think it, I, there's guys that they post it on fa- Instagram, it automatically uh, goes to their Facebook, and then they go into these two, three, ten, or five hundred cigar groups that they're in, and they post those pictures in there. Mm. So, mm. I've I've had this discussion with people before when they're saying, "Hey, Facebook is dying." The numbers do not support that claim, um, as they are over a billion users, which is, let, you know, let me let me clarify. When I said sure. Facebook is that I meant as a whole, not, not for cigars. No, no, I'm I, no, I'm talking as a whole. Facebook is not dying, right? I mean, they're they're almost in every country now, and and they're they're getting bigger even globally around the world. And it's a, it's a marketing tool, and it's the cheapest yep. bang for your buck when it comes to advertising. So as a whole, Facebook is. Thr- I mean, they're making cryptocurrency, right? I mean, they're they're getting there. They're, they're, I mean, I don't see Facebook slowing down anytime soon. Um, and just because they, you know, we've talked about it where it's like they're integrated into so many different things in our lives that I, it, it isn't dying. And matter of fact, like my, my kids that are teenagers, they know oh, Facebook is stupid. I don't like Facebook. I don't like Facebook. Now they're 18. They both have Facebook. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like, mm-hmm. it's like they're getting like, Oh, I see the, I see the benefit of Facebook. You can sell shit on Facebook. You can advertise on Facebook. You can apply for a job on Facebook. You can sell shit on, you know, the Facebook does a lot of things. Um, as far as, uh, what's, what's the other app we're talking about? Uh, TikTok. I absolutely think it could be done well 
if someone did it the right way, much better than Snapchat. Mm-hmm. Snapchat could never work because it would be gone in 24 hours. But with right. but with people being able to follow you on TikTok and then those videos staying, I think even a mm-hmm. guy like Kyle, like Kyle with the pictures that he takes, if he if he kind of showed, I don't even know, like a how he like set those pictures up, right? Like a time lapse on setting them up and then boom, showing all yeah. the you know. You'd have a ton of guys, and then he'd be like, "Hey, I bought all these cigars on, you know, smallbatch.com, yeah. or I bought all these cigars here." And then all of a sudden, like, "Oh, hey, would you like to be a fucking what you call it, right, or a sponsor?" Or whatever. Um, so, I think TikTok has a really good, but no one's done it yet. I've looked, you know. So, how Drew? <laughs> what Danny said. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't have an opinion about this. I think the thing that stands out as a big difference between the two is the engagement rate versus the reach. And I think that's why it looks like Facebook is dead because people don't engage on Facebook the same way they engage on Instagram all the time. They might in the groups sometimes, but you can have a post on Facebook that has very little engagement, but still has a huge amount of reach, right? Nobody likes anything. Nobody comments on anything compared to Instagram. Yeah. So it just looks different, if that makes sense. Right. Okay. All right. Yeah, I don't think either one is dying anytime soon, and I'm too fucking old to give a shit about TikTok. (laughs) Dude, there's some good shit on there every now and then. Yeah. So sell me on TikTok. Why is this a good thing? I'm not selling you on it. I'm just saying there's some good shit on there every now and then. Like what? What's what's some good shit? You got well, funny fucking videos. Me, me and Danny will have to send you uh, some stuff. I'll I'll start sending you some of the shit. I'm telling you, you're gonna get hooked, and all of a sudden, like my I'm telling you, my bathroom trips are easily seven to eight minutes longer now because of uh, <laughs> because of TikTok. It's like you can literally just get lines, and these people are just so crazy. There's like one of my, some of my favorite ones are like photography. Like they show you how they do this trick photography stuff. You're like, oh my god, it's so like so amazing. Are these artists like they'll draw stuff in time lapse videos and do that? The cooking stuff, like I mentioned before, is really good. Um, you know, there's a, there's a, and then there's plenty of stupid shit. But uh, and then there's the people, the best of the people that shouldn't be on TikTok, like. Like, this is the most embarrassing video ever, but it's a train wreck, and you can't stop watching it, and it's phenomenal. <laughs> Fair enough. Just download it and try it. Just, if you don't like it, you delete it. I bet you you're going to lose just, half your life. Just try it while you're being quarantined. <clears throat> Do it. That first hit is free. It yeah. is. And then all of a sudden, you're... You'll be sucking dick for TikTok, baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sold. Danny's first in line. <laughs> yeah. Where do I download this? Um, Is there a pro views? Do I get friends? <laughs> so speaking speaking of fornication, there is a question that we have to follow up with you, uh, Daniel, from last week. Fornication. <laughs> okay. Oh Christ. We were we were given a question by Nick's degree. Ramen, uh, in between us, who would we fornicate with, marry, right. and kill? And so, um, you know, we all, Drew, 
Kyle and myself answered. Uh, and just to recap that, Kyle, uh, Kyle was married to both of us. <laughs> You're dead to me. I'm dead to Kyle. And we both banged Drew. So where does <laughs> where do you fall? I, pretty pretty similar. Obviously, I can't kill myself. So I think Drew and I would be a power couple. But <laughs> I think he has the mo- I think he has the most money of the three of you three. So I'll, I'll do that. Uh, no, um, actually, no. I said I said I would marry Cow, didn't I? Because um, he'd be he'd be very um, yeah. No, yeah, so I'd kill Cow and then uh, I'd fornicate with <laughs> I'd fornicate with, with Mo. There we go. Okay. So wait, you're marrying Cow or Drew? Drew. I I'd switched it up. because I, 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 I think we'd be a power couple. We'd we'd get shit done. Sounds good. Yeah. Power. Oh, it'd be good. It'd oh, be good. Be a power couple, all right. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, wow. I finally get to be the little spoon. You think so? He's way bigger than me. Of course. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't have to, though. Drew, Drew, how do you prefer it? Well, you guys won't be around <laughs> to find out. He's, a, he's, a, he's always been the big spin, so maybe he wants to be a little spin. I mean, we can switch. The big quesadilla, baby. I'm, I'm going to send him to Mo. <laughs> I mean, you got to ask the guy before you just you know, little spoon yes. him up. Seems a little I'm presumptuous. All, I'm also the decision maker, but it's cool. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> All right. That's awkward enough. I passed. I crossed the line a while ago. We're good. <laughs> Crossing the line never stopped us. Nope. The Sultan's a small fight finding lines to cross. <laughs> Are you guys? Uh, uh, you guys smoking anything tonight? Oh yeah. Have you Have you been smoking anything in quarantine? Uh, yeah, yeah, I, would be yeah. Smoking some just, I smoked a Liga Provider 9 box press yesterday, uh, which was pretty cool. I, I hadn't smoked one in a while. Today I was smoking, and I threw it out halfway through, believe it or not, was a underground sun-grown flying pig, like the ones that came with like the white band like before they actually released, like the pre-release. Oh. And I couldn't finish it. I'm like, oh, this thing takes terrible. I just chucked it. Did it just not not age right? I don't. Yeah, I don't know. It, it just it was it was kind of bitter. It was just it was. I mean, the construction and everything was was it was smoking fine, but I just couldn't take the flavor. Hmm. And I know JD downloads and listens, so Doctor Drew, I apologize. I'd be curious as to how many people that listen to our podcast smoke to smoke or smoke for taste. And I'd be willing to bet most people like listen to our podcast probably smoke to taste, but there are that's still the the minority of cigar smokers. I feel like I can do both. I can like I can smoke to taste or smoke to like fuck that. I just need something to smoke. It doesn't matter. Just give me some. Really? I, I have been. I've, yeah, I've been there before. Like like uh, I remember just going like downtown. Uh, Austin, I, nobody brought cigars, yeah. and there was like this little coffee shop that had like a little humidor in it. I'm like, just fucking, no, I'm like, just fucking whatever, just give me, give me whatever, it doesn't matter. So, 
was bought in. I just, you know, and it wasn't, it ended up not being bad, but at, at that time I really didn't care. I was drinking, I wanted a cigar and it was, you know, it was it, but you know, if I'm, but for the most part, I, you know, I was like, no, I like that. And I'll smoke it. I tell myself that I could be like that, but every time I've tried that, I, I couldn't do it, man. I ended up chucking it. I'd rather not smoke. Well, you don't know that until you're in it, right? So, yeah, I'm saying in the, in the instances where I have been in that situation, like right. in recent years, <laughs> no, nah, I just rather not smoke. I mean, I'm I'm down for that if if I'm with friends and we're smoking and it's it's all we got, that's fine. But if I'm if I'm smoking out by myself just to smoke, it's it's got to be good. Damn right. Yeah. But if you're gonna sit around a fire pit with some friends and some drinks, I don't know. I don't. Who cares? See, and that's the thing for you guys. You have the you guys have the adult beverages that can match if a cigar is bad i don't have that's true right i mean (laughs) i yeah i mean there's only so much masking of a bad cigar so anyway or a cigar that doesn't hit my palate i should say not a bad cigar all right drew what have you been smoking um, just a little bit of everything. Whatever I've been working, I don't, I don't know. Just been working through shit in the humidor. Anything stand out or is it all just kind of... Patina stuff, some Cuban stuff. I'm trying to get through some old stuff is what I'm actually trying to smoke through. I've got stuff in there from years and I'm trying to knock it out. Do you find that most of it is aging pretty well or most of it is like... Yeah, most of it's been good. No, most of it's been good. Just, I hate for it to get to that point where it's bad and then I wasted it, so... I had that experience the other day. I, I, uh, I took out a cigar that I had been... Jeez, it's six years old now. Um, it was very, very popular at the time continues to be very popular today and man i chucked it about a uh, probably a third of the way through just couldn't do it, it just sucks. at least that particular one did not age gracefully that's the worst <laughs> but i have a theory that that maduros do not age as well as uh like habanos or or even connecticut's or even Corojo, stuff like that. Yeah. They don't seem to anyway. Hmm. Well, it's going to be all for this week. There we are. <laughs> well, but he stays safe and healthy. Yeah. Wash your damn hands. <laughs> Take a shower while you're quarantined. Get on cigar noise. Get on cigar noise. Don't say this. No, you should shower anyway. You should be washing your hands anyway. Well, yeah, but people aren't, so. (laughs) Drew's got low expectations. Be safe out there, Danny, tomorrow. Have fun on the 
TLE. Watch watch Danny on Appreciate TLE. It. Yeah. Woot woot. Appreciate it. All right, guys. All right, guys. Cool. Cheers, gentlemen. See ya. See ya. Thank you for listening to the Salt and Smoke Cigar Cast. Be sure to check us out on all the social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, email us either about the podcast or about our cigar line at thesaltandsmoke at gmail.com. Also, uh, if you want any salt and smoke gear, please get onto our website and to our online store. We have shirts and hats. If you're looking for anything else, please let us know and we'll get it up there for you. Thanks, guys. We'll uh, talk to you again next week. <laughs>